Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Holy Spirit, lead us and teach us the way of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord and we are continuing on our faith secrets. I showed you this book the other day. Do you have it now? Faith secret number three. Not number three in the book, but number three in the series. Faith is important. Is faith very important? For by grace are ye saved through faith. There's no salvation without faith. There's no miracle without faith. It is faith people who receive Miracles. Faith people have wild things happening to them. Faith people, like if you take the woman with the issue of blood in um, Mark 5, Jesus was walking his somewhere, going his somewhere. He had not invited this woman. Nobody called the woman, but she had that. This is Jesus' person. And then Bible says that she said to herself that if I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. So then she comes from the press behind. That means she forces her way through the people and comes to where Jesus is. The crowd was thick. But because she had faith, she moved. Faith people move through the crowd. They force their way through until they get the result. And then he touched the hem of his garment. And immediately, the fountain of her blood ceased. The blood stopped flowing immediately. Somebody say immediately. Somebody is receiving an immediately miracle. Immediately something is happening to you. So suddenly she is healed. And then Jesus turns around and says, who touched me? Because he felt that some power had gone out of him. Who touched me? Somebody has touched me. Who is that? And the Bible says that the woman came afraid, trembling. And then she confessed her sins. That... This is what has been happening to me for 12 years. I've been bleeding every day. And I had this impression within me that if I touch your clothes, I'll be healed. That's why I touch. And he said what? Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Yes. It's better to clap than to just be gazing into the atmosphere. Very good. Your faith has made you whole. So I'm saying that 
Jesus didn't plan as he was coming that I'm going to heal a woman who has been bleeding for 12 years. Did he have that plan? Item number what? On the service agenda. There was nothing. So somebody who had faith just broke through. You are breaking through the next time. You are the next person breaking through. He just broke through. He just fought away and then went inside when there was no way and said, if I do this, I'll be made whole. You will receive miracles without anybody who has come to lay hands on you, pour oil on you, kick you down or do anything. But it is from what you believe and as you hold on to it that I believe in this thing that if I do this, this thing will happen to me. Anything that enters your heart or touches your heart that this is my door to a miracle, don't stop doing it. Just do it. Oh, yes. Just do it. Some, some people have miracles. They say, oh, God, touch my heart to give this offering. Just give it. If you don't give it, you eat it. And if you eat, you can't account for it. But if you did and the miracle came, it was going to make a difference in your life for a long time. So you see that the disobedience to the word of God and to the instruction of God deprives us of what we would have enjoyed for a long time. So faith is for people who believe, who move, and who take an action. Because the action is in your heart or the instruction is in your heart. Something has dropped in your heart. A word has dropped in your heart. An instruction has dropped in your heart to do this or to do that. When you take that faith step and faith move, then you experience the miracles of God. Hallelujah. And there's nothing, even in Jesus' ministry, it's not like... um, I will, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will give a miracle to this one and this one and not this. It depends on your faith. I think that by your faith, then you just draw it. You pull it. You draw it. You pull it. You draw it. And it comes to you. I'm a human being. I've seen, like, there are times that maybe in a service or in a whatever, people receive miracles. This one has been healed. This one has been, even at crusade or in church. And I am wondering why it is this person who should receive the healing. Why not this one? This great miracle, why didn't it happen to this? But that. In other words, if I was the one to determine who should have it, it will never be you. Thank God that I'm not God. Oh, yes. I'm not God. It won't be you. But I will want this person rather. But maybe that person doesn't have the faith for it. And you see that somebody who has faith. Like, I can remember um, Healing Jesus campaign in the north, in Tamale some years back. You see people with uh, what is that? Mayafi, how do they say it? Yes. And then they have come to give testimonies. I've been healed. I've been healed. They are Muslims, but they have been healed because they had faith to be healed. And they even had enough faith to step forward with their destiny and come and give a testimony that they have been healed. 
You are the next in line to receive a powerful miracle because of your faith. No, it's not because of any other. Yes. That one day I can't I can't deny it. I would say that look, this person is enough. Now get this. Now get that. But he does according to your faith. According to your faith. According to, there were ten lepers who were healed. That nine of them they ran to town to the next restaurant that was available. And one of them came back to Jesus to say thank you. Then he said, Your faith has made you whole. So the others were healed, but this man was made whole by his faith. So Jesus always places the responsibility for great happenings in our lives to us. According to your faith, it shall be done unto you. Not according to... So, so the, the man of God is not powerful, so when he prayed, nothing happened to me. Your faith is not there, that's why not. You would not even need a man of God to pray for you. Do you believe in faith? Develop it. Faith comes by hearing. The more you hear, the more you read, the more you study, the more you take the word as your personal word, the more you do your quiet time. When you do quiet time, you are not reading the Bible. I, I have to read. God is speaking to you. So when you open the Bible, what is God saying to me? The word is your word. God is speaking to you directly. So anything you pick up there is God's word for you. When you stand on it and when you move on it by faith, it will work miracles in your life. If you go to church, everybody hears something. You may preach for two hours or 30 minutes or whatever. This one will hear this, this one will hear that, this will receive this, this one will receive that. At the end of the day, I mean, somebody will come and say, you are preaching, you said that you don't even remember that. That was not even the central theme of the preaching. But they had a sentence. And that was their word. And they have received a miracle from that one. And their life is different. Oh, yes. That's how it happens. So may you always have a word. Something you are standing on that will make you a faith person who is always walking by faith and receiving miracles by faith. Chapter 13. If you have your book. Faith is to fight. Faith is what? Fight. Yes. First Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Faith is to fight. If you are not a fighter, you are not a faith person. When you quit fighting, you have lost faith. And remember that I'm not talking about fighting as in Quarreling with people. Eh? Yes, when you be a car, I won't talk to him again. 
If I meet him, somebody, no, 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 not that. Fighting a good fight. That's what the Bible says. Fight the good fight of faith. It's a fight of faith. Yes. First Timothy 1, 18 and 19. This charge I commit unto thee, St. Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Say a good warfare. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. So there is a fight every believer is engaged in. And it takes faith to continue fighting. The day you stop fighting, that is the day your faith is finished. And that is the day you are defeated. But once you keep on fighting, you are walking on the path of victory for your life. If you are a believer, one of the fights you will be fighting always is the fight to stay and remain a believer. It's a fight to stay on and to remain a believer because... People are backsliding every day. Are you the next in line to backslide? Look your neighbor's face and see whether they look like the next backslider. <laughs> oh, yes. There are people who believe, then later on they don't believe again. There are people who believe the church they are in Next time, say they don't believe the church again. And all kinds of things. And it happens to good people, it happens to bad people. And it can happen to you. So you are fighting to remain steadfast. To remain in the faith. If you are in a church, and you are in a good church like this church, you have to fight to remain in the church. Yes. And for many people who have stayed in the church for some time, they will tell you that, they have fought some serious battles on the way. That's why they are still around. And maybe what they fought and they are still around and remained here. Some people also found themselves in similar battles and they are not here. They couldn't stand it. They couldn't make it. So you have to fight to maintain your position. You have to fight to keep your seat. If you are a wife... You have to fight to keep your place. Uh, yes. Only pastor's wives and Christian, good Christian people's wives, they don't fight. They'll tell their husband that you say you are anointed. If you like, go and fool around. Your anointing will leave you, be as you see. And they will misbehave based on that axiom. But you have to fight to remain a wife. Have you not seen people who are married and later they are not married anymore? Yes. It can happen to you. Your marriage can disintegrate. Can, it can, you'll be surprised before your eyes like this, then bam. You are not a bad person, but bad things can happen to you as well. Yeah. So it's a fight. It's a fight 
It is like for married people to remain married and for the marriage to work so that you don't endure it, you enjoy it. Because it can be that you are dead just because will not be the reason for the marriage. It's the marriage that brought the children. It's not the children that brought the marriage. Yes. So the marriage must be there in the first place so that the children can also have a home and a good place to stay. So if the marriage is not there, I don't know what is happening to the children. Everything is a fight. Are you with me? Yes. Like the Bible says that riches does not abide forever. It's like if you have money or you are rich today, it doesn't mean that tomorrow you'll be rich. It's in the Bible. It said it's worth. It makes itself wings and then it flies. So it can fly to you and it can fly away from you. Fly away, Peter. Fly away, Paul. Come back, Peter. Come back, Wells. <laughs> May wealth fly to you. Because you'll be doing this or this or this or that. Some will do the same thing, they'll be rich. Others will do the same thing, they will never see money. True? Yeah. But a fight of faith is what will keep you going on. Anything you can obtain in life is by fighting. Yes, you fight. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. Read the scripture. Fight the good fight of faith. What is that? Rise ye up. Take your journey. And pass over the river Anon. Behold, I have given unto thy hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Hezbon, and his land, begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. What does it mean? Fight. So God said, God, 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 God is God. Is God not God? He said, I've given the land to you. I've given the king. I've given everything to you. But he will not go and kill the people. If God did that, wouldn't it have been simpler? By the time the people got from Egypt uh, to the promised land, this is the land, all the people are dead. Bury them and take possession of their houses and their farms and everything. It would have been great, but no. He never killed anybody. Rise up and go and fight. The land that I have given you, you have to rise and contend. Fight for it. There are lands that God has given you, good things that God has given you, you have to fight the good fight of faith to possess even the promises that God has given to you. Yeah, there's a promise. They have made the journey from Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, gone all the way, but he said, look, you have to fight at this time. May somebody rise up and begin to fight for what you need to fight for. Don't sit down and be weeping, crying, cry baby, 
all the time. They say, this is this and this, that. You, uh, me alone, white this and white that. Stop crying. Rise up and fight for it. Go on your knees and pray. Rise up in your room and pray. Get up in the night and pray. Do what you have to do. Anything that will make you move forward is a fight. Faith is a fight. Yes. Go to war. That's the message Bible. Attack. Yes. Attack. Yes. Your fight shows your faith. Eh? Faith is to fight. There is a fight of faith waiting for all of us. When you stop fighting, it means you have stopped having faith. And some of you, are, some of you have stopped having faith. What you believe before, you don't believe anymore. Yes. What you were looking forward to, you don't look forward to it anymore. It's like, it's enough. Forget about it and let me live this life the way it is. But you don't have to live the way it is. Because what you believed, according to the word of God, is a good thing to believe and it is still tenable. It's still available. If you can believe and if you can fight. When you stop fighting, you have stopped having faith. Have you stopped having faith? Have you stopped having faith? No. Having faith is not just having a deep conviction about something. Having faith is not just making a series of positive confessions. Having faith is fighting for what you believe. Fighting for what you believe. Again, let me say that this is not fighting as in you have a problem with somebody and uh, what exchanging words with the person or physical engagement or fight or uh, I would not talk to him when I see him that what I would do to him that you see that I'm against him that, that it, you go to hell you watch and see <laughs> true you go to hell that's not it straight. When we went to church, they said we should fight. So somebody who has wronged you in the house, you are getting ready to go. Even you, you told the person, why you cease fire for church? And after church, you will see. And then when you came to church, they preach about fighting. So now your fighting prowess. You are going to do your best. That's not what I'm talking about. Yes. I mean, first of all, I'm a gun. I like fighting. And then the Bible says fight, fight. So this time, that's not it. So, and people fight unnecessarily. Those who fight unnecessarily, it's a sign of lack of faith. It's not a good fight. Yeah. This one has done this, you are fighting. This one has said this, you are fighting. This, a man of faith will even stay and say that this thing, I'm leaving it to God. And God will fight for me. God said that vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. And when God avenges a situation, it is wider than you can do it. So if you are a man of faith or a woman of faith, you rather leave it for God. That God is more wicked than myself. You watch and see what is coming and what he's about to do. 
You see a woman that is talking with your husband, then you go and put on jeans. And feel your belt. If you're a little older, you do your abosso. I'm going to fight. And then, you see what is coming, I'll sort you out. I'm, I'm trying to fight for my husband and maintain my husband and make sure that he's my husband and I'm not sharing him with him. You are losing. You are losing. Yes, I'm telling you that if you fight this way, you are losing because your, your, your fight, your, your acrimony, it doesn't even make you attractive. Is it good preaching? Yeah, it's good preaching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make you attractive. Accusation upon accusation upon accusation, fighting, this. Uh, today I saw you talking today. Why did you talk today? Uh, when you were laying hands on the people and this girl came, you, you cheered on laying hands on her too much. Why? The others you were just touch and go, touch and go. And this one, you stayed like this. Uh, what, what were you doing or what were you thinking? Yes. Yes, it's uh, that the demon over there now. I saw that now the name was written in capital letters. So. I needed more these things. So it doesn't make you attractive. Doesn't make so I'm not talking about this type of thing, but I'm ta- talking about standing your grounds in the spirit. And it comes your fight is even more like through prayer. You are doing warfare on your knees in your room in the secret place where no man can see you. You are fighting a good fight over there. And that fight will bring results in the open. Yeah. You did a waski. And you didn't pass. Then it's like, look, my life, that's a school. They mean to me, there's a get up and fight, lazy girl. Lazy girl. Get up and fight. And do something more. And you can do it. Don't just give up. When you give up, it means you don't have faith. Wow. Still preaching. What has God told you that he's going to do? Keep fighting for the will of God to come to pass in your life. Faith is the life you live. You live by faith. What you do with your life is your your faith. So what you fight for shows what you believe in. Your fight shows your faith. If you fight for a political party, you come into power. It shows your great faith in human beings and politics. If you fight for people to know about Jesus, it shows your great faith in Jesus Christ. If you fight for the church to be built... It shows your great faith in Jesus' command to us to build his church. So this point is, what are you fighting for? So what you fight for shows what you believe. Yeah. You are fighting to be a basenta leader, a good basenta leader. It shows you believe in your calling. That you can do something for God and you know that you are a servant of God, you fight to do it. Yes, it shows that. If you are fighting over a boy, 
and you have quarrels around you because of a boy, it shows what you believe. What do you believe? You believe in maybe a boy who has a car. That's why you are fighting. See, that, it doesn't even have a car because, you see, when I see the boys that the girls fight over, sometimes I wonder, what is wrong with them? Are they correct at all? Huh? I mean, some stupid, recently I came across one like that. Is that what? It's love. Because of love. What type of love is that? They call it love, but it's not. I mean, some stupid boy, aimless, just walking around, not knowing what he's doing with his life. And I mean, stupid, very stupid. I mean, stupid, but we know. Very I'm using it seriously. Yes, it's highlighted. And they are fighting over such a person. So, in a later, there was a nice guy sitting there. Then I called their eyes. So, are there girls fighting over you? He said, no. He said, even, even girls are fighting over this one. I can understand. But that one. And Louisa says, it's love. What kind of love is that? Blind. Ah. If you fight over somebody, fight over somebody. Don't fight over nobody. The person must be somebody. The person must not be nobody. So that even if it comes out you are fighting, the reason you are fighting is this. Well, at least we know that that fight is wrong, but at least you have a tear that there's some reason in it. So foolish fight. Stop the foolish fight and fight a good fight. Your fight reveals your faith. It is time to show God that you believe in him. You can do this by fighting for the righteous causes in the word of God. Yeah. So what do you fight for? That's the question. Fight for the right things. Fight for church growth. Fight for your basenta to work. Fight to become a shepherd. It's a fight. Okay. Faith series number. Should I give you another one? Right. Very good. This one. Is it this one or that one? That one. Okay, then let me go to that one. Faith will block every arrow targeted at you. Right? As you are fighting, when you are fighting, fight is not one way. You are the only one throwing the blow. The enemy will also throw some at you. Any person who is a boxing champion, he has received heavy blows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's not like, because he won, he's a champion, so he has been beating the people. They have beaten him many times, hit him hard. Maybe he's falling down or something, but at the end of it all, he was the one standing. Yes. So faith, Ephesians 6, 16. Above all, 
taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So, he's talking about, um, read from verse 14. Let's read from verse 14 to have a better understand. Therefore, having your loins get with, the, with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Then verse 16, so they the armor of God. Above all, above all, why is it above all? This one is like a superior piece. So you have your, your shoes for your feet, you have your belt or your loins, and you have this. But above all these things, you need the shield of faith. Say the shield of faith. The shield. Your shield is like this. Your shield of faith. Faith shields you. Faith protects you. You need the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Put it in another version for me. NLT. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Do you like that one? Hold it. Listen carefully. This must give you a certain understanding of the place of faith. When you put the helmet, it's on your head. It's here. It's like it's fixed. There's nothing you are doing with it anymore. When you put on your shoes, it's your shoes. It enables you to walk, to run, to fight, and to move. When you put your belt, it holds all your other pieces together. And it is set in place. Yes. But the, faith, the shield of faith, he said what? Hold up the shield. That one, you are holding it. It's not fixed anywhere. It's on your hand. And you are holding it. So, number one, you can let it drop. Yes. Maybe as you receive one blow, then you have dropped it. And many Christians, that's what we do. When we receive one blow on the chest, on the head, and the thing has hit you, had a certain problem that came in, because of that blow you received, the shield of faith that you had here, you just dropped it and said, that, look, at the end I bombed that, it's okay. Come on, take it back. I said, take it back and fight on. It is your responsibility, number two, it's your responsibility to keep the shield of faith there and make sure that it's always in place and it never drops. Because it's not screwed. It's not tightened in a way that maybe your helmet or your belt, your belt can hardly drop. I have a belt. Hardly drop. Your shoes, they are there. Hardly can that be taken. But the shield that you are holding is your responsibility to keep it in place and keep holding it. Keep holding your shield. I said keep holding your shield. Keep holding your shield. Keep holding your shield. Keep holding your shield. Don't drop it. 
one thing happened to you as a Christian, and because of that, you can't believe anything again. Listen, if you believed whatever, and that thing never happened, or the opposite of, of, of that thing happened, still continue to believe the same thing. Why? Because it's the word of God. The word of God is stronger than the happenings in your life. If I was sick and you fasted and prayed and I didn't get well and I died, they say because of this, I don't believe that prayer heals anybody. No, there's something wrong with you. Yes. Because you don't know. And you don't know it all. You can pray, God said, this one, it will not work. Do you remember David? And uh, who is the girl? That's Bathsheba. The first, the child that they made out of David looking from the window, no? Uh-huh. Was, was, was there sick to die? David was fasting and praying, fasting and praying, fasting. Then they came to tell you that, look, you are still fasting, but the child is dead. Then immediately, what did he do? He got up, went to have his bath and changed his growth and sat at the dining table and said, Charlie, serve me food to eat. Why? Because I've done my best to save this one. But God has also done better by taking him away. So let me continue with life. Bring food. Let's eat and let's move on. He never said that because of this, I won't serve God again. I won't believe God again. I will not pray again. No, 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 no. He went for a second round. So listen, that one thing, no, no one thing should be able to drop your shield of faith. It should always be there, intact. Look at the scripture. And taking the shield, wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. As you are engaged in the fight, the enemy is aiming at you. He's throwing arrows at you. And look at it. There's no doubt that the servant of God will be targeted and attacked by the enemy. The shield of faith is what will block every arrow that is targeted at you. Make no mistake, Satan has targeted those who cause trouble for him. He's planning and scheming on how to attack you. Whether you like it or you don't like it, Satan wants to attack you. He has you in mind. He's planning against you. They are meeting about you. Maybe even this morning, they just finished one meeting. It's about 12 o'clock, the morning part of the meeting. They just finished, and you were the subject of discussion. Oh, yes. I said, me, I don't want to. Me, carbon, 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 So you better rise up and believe that you are in a war. And keep fighting because whether you fight him or you don't fight him, he's ready to fight you. He's fighting and he's fighting everybody. Yeah. When you see that flaming arrow coming in your direction, do not be afraid. Faith will block that arrow that has been targeted at you. You can see how specific an attack it is. An arrow is a personal attack meant for you. An arrow is not directed at a group. It is only you that the devil wants. This particular trouble has isolated you and challenged you personally. 
Do you understand that? It means everybody has a type of trouble that will come to you. Your friend will not have it. The people around you will not have that thing. But you have this trouble that has come to you. That's your arrow. Keep your shield of faith and block it, block it, block it. He goes behind. He's trying to attack from behind. Block it. You turn around, block it. It's coming from the top, block it. Coming from down, block it. That's your faith. Faith blocks every attack. If you are there and the devil comes to hit you at any time, hit you free and go free and come and hit you, come and hit you, it only shows that you don't have faith. If you have faith, he can't easily come for you. He can't easily come and hit you. So the shield of faith is your responsibility. Hold it in place. Keep it in place. Fight your fight. Defending yourself. Faith is your defense. The reason why the devil can't destroy you is because you have faith. The reason why the devil can't kill you is because you have faith. The reason why the devil can't change you into a poor person is because you have faith. The reason why the devil can't make you a mad person today. Because there are people who are walking around, they are normal. The next moment, their mind is gone. That's what the devil can do. But he can't do it to you. Because you are a man of faith. You fight with your shield in place. And when it comes, all the doubt, all the arrows, the personal things that are directed to you, what is to destroy you, your faith will stop everything and it will not touch you. I believe that's what the summit knew. And they said, a thousand shall fall on your side. And ten thousand on your right side. But it shall not come near you. Yes. Because your shield is there stopping it stopping that blocking that stopping that attack and it will not come near you you always be an overcomer every fight as you engage in fight you are winning all your battles you are winning every fight you are never going to lose at the end of the day you will come out as the winner even if in the beginning it looked like they are getting you off on the wrong foot or something. At the end of the day, you will come out as the winner. You are winning on every side. And you are winning every fight in the name of Jesus. You are winning on every side. And you are winning every fight in Jesus' name. As you have come to the church today. And you are going back home. I declare you a winner who is going back to continue to win your battles and to win your fight and to always be singing the song of victory. The song of victory shall not depart from your mouth. Never will it depart in Jesus' name. Amen. Lift up your hands and ask God to... You know, the disciples went to Jesus. Jesus told them a story and it was very hard. He said, Lord, increase our faith. Pray that prayer and ask God to increase your faith. I need faith. I need to stand as a strong Christian, a man of faith. A man of faith. That's what I want to be. That's what I want to be. There'll be that, there'll be arrows. There'll be fights, fights that are directed, things that can destroy you, take your life away and quench you. But you are unquenchable. Because you are a man of faith. 
You are a woman of faith. You are unquenchable. You cannot be quenched. Whatever the missile the enemy brings against you by the prayer, by your faith, by the lifting up of this hand, you are declaring that you are an overcomer and you have overcome already. You fight to do your ministry. You fight to do your part. You fight to serve God. You fight to remain a Christian. You fight to succeed in life. You fight to be prosperous. You fight to do what you have to do. You fight to be a great person because God by faith is bringing greatness into your life. You will not sit down for the enemy to cheat you. That the enemy has just come and collected your greatness and your blessing and what is yours is taking it away. It is never going to happen to you. You fight for it and any blessing that God has given you already, you are walking in that blessing and you are keeping it and you are defending it and you are fighting for it and it will not be taken away from you. What God has spoken about your life is coming to pass as you pray and as you fight. It is coming to pass. It cannot be taken away from you. It cannot be taken. You have it. It is yours. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up that voice. Lift up. If you can pray this simple prayer, you cannot fight any fight of faith. Any arrows released by the devil against your life. As you are walking around, there are arrows that are flying. Invisible arrows against you, coming for you, to destroy you, to end your life, to confuse you, to derange you. But by the prayer that you are praying, by faith, every arrow and every Every that is quenched in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Kabala, Rapapalia, Rapapalia, Kapanda, Rabanda, Labo, Sebandala, Rapapalia, Kapanda, Rapondalia, Papali, Rapondalia, Kapanda, Alebos, Kapandalia, Papali, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. That by faith, by faith, we have overcome. Overcome, yes. We are victorious. Professor. We have the victory on every side. Professor. We are engaging in the fight for the land that you have given to us. For the blessing that is our blessing. For the promise that is our promise. For everything that is ours. We are not sitting down for the enemy to possess it and to have free use no. of our blessing. No. We are engaging in that we fight now. The, the fight of faith yes. to possess our to possession possess and to hold firm and to, hold to that firm. which is ours. Oh, yes. I pray for everyone, for Prophesy. every word that Prophesy. you have given to them, Prophesy. for every promise that has Lord. entered into somebody's heart, for Allah. any word that they, somebody said, this is my word. Mm. Let it come to pass in their life and Mama. let it be established and Mama. be fulfilled in Mama. everyone's life. Prophesy. For God, Mama. in the name of Jesus, Mama. somebody who gave up, 
Lord, give him the strength to rise up and begin to fight again. Somebody who said it's not possible, give them the strength to rise up and to continue fighting. Somebody who allowed the enemies to take over their land, give them the strength to rise up and possess their land again. Somebody who allowed the enemy to take their blessing, give them the strength to rise and to obtain their blessing. Fight for it. To fight for it. To fight for it. To fight for it. And never to give up. I pray that nobody here will give up on their position, on their place, on their spiritual blessings that you have given to them. Let everyone rise and fight for it because this is your blessing and this is what you have given us. We thank you. We bless you and we honor you in the name of Jesus. Anybody that has been a cheap target of the enemy, cheap because it's easily overcome, your cheapness ends today. Amen. Today is the end of it. Amen. Next time the devil attempts at you, you'll be surprised at what you receive. You'll be surprised at the word of God you release against. The verses that will come from your mouth. The fight that you are fighting. The prayer that you are praying. You'll be surprised that you have changed into a man of prayer. You have changed into a man of scriptures. You have changed into a man of promises. A man walking by the power of God. That is your portion. Amen. That's your blessing. Prophesy. You will surprise the enemy. Prophesy. I said you will be surprised Prophesy. the enemy. You are never a soft Prophesy. target anymore. Prophesy. From today, you From are today. no longer a soft target. Amen. From today, you are no longer a cheap target. Amen. You are no longer the preferred Prophesy. target. You are a of customer. I release upon you the oil and the anointing for toughness and hardness Hardness in the realm of the spirit. spirit. Receive it in Jesus' name. Shout a big amen. Amen. Shout a louder amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Close your eyes. You are not born again. You want to say that, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I'm giving you an opportunity to be born again today. Born again means that Jesus knows you. You have given your life to him. He has come to live in you. And your name is written in the book of life. And you will not go to hell, but you go to heaven. Anybody who wants this blessing... Lift up your right hand so I'll pray with you. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand, right hand up high, up high. Your hand is lifted up. Do one more thing, very, very important. Walk to the altar here in front of me, right here. Walk to the altar here so I'll pray a special prayer with you, right here. You lifted up your hand. Come to the altar. Come to the altar. Come and stand right here. God bless you. Come. Give your life to Jesus. I don't know what will happen tomorrow as we are here today. But as you say this prayer today, you are only preparing yourself for an eternity that is of God. Mercy. Say this prayer with me. Quickly. Come quickly. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood. Wash me in the blood. I receive Jesus today. I receive Jesus today as my Lord. As my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. 
Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I will follow Jesus. I will follow Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Kase radi Yesu. Radi Yesu. Betrama kumem. Betrama kumem. Na sakrame. Na sakrame. Na yemine pafufu. Yemine pafufu. Na true midin. Na true midin. Ewo nkwa humen. Ewo nkwa humen. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari. Dash DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International Dash HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing holy.